you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Our listeners. Hey there, listeners. Hey there, listeners out there in podcast slash and or YouTube land. The citizens of Listeria gather around ye, mer- ye merry maypoles and do the dance of n- new podcast day. Hither dither. Hooray haroo. We will dance and sing rejoice. We will feast on on fermented honeys. And and uh, f- found objects. Found objects. Yes. Okay. It is quite quite the day. Yes, sumptuous fruits shall be ingested, and glory be to podcastum. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Hey, everybody. <laughs> now they're in podcast land. <laughs> Did you guys get a good night's sleep? How you doing? Because we kind of did. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. With with both the regular question mark and the upside down Spanish one. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Welcome to Fix It. Uh, This is our podcast. Uh, You may know uh, Adam and I uh, from, from just the outlying... Runaway success, just just the 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 underdog that nobody saw coming, out of nowhere. YouTube channel were previewed where we react, review, riff to all things, uh, you know, internet nerddom, all sorts of trailers, movies, you name it, and we react to them. Yeah. You may know us from there, or you you may know us from. Our face painting booth that we do at, at the uh, fair, yeah, at, at, at all, all the fairs, at yeah. surrounding re- Renaissance festivals. Yeah, Jay only does pandas. You request whatever <laughs> animal you'd like. You're walking away a panda, either red or giant, one of the two. We're not, you know, I don't, we, whatever. You're gonna get one or the other. There's no refunds either. There's no refunds, and there's no mirrors in our stand <laughs> either. Nope. So you, you're yeah. like, oh, you're Spider Man. We're like, oh, what's up with your, your panda face? Oh, shoot, he got me again. Hee-hee! We're, <laughs> we're already in our van, driving away. <laughs> yes, that's right, the face, face, bandit, face paint bandits. You, you got us. What were we talking about? This is our show. This is our podcast, Fix It, um, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just... Failed the mission and then May, maybe then the- just really fundamentally didn't understand the assignment, and we fix it. And today we're going to be fixing 2016. Yeah, woof. We're fixing 2016's DC property, Suicide Squad, because James Gunn's um, Guardians Three comes out in a couple days. We at when we were taping this, we still need to figure out when we're gonna go see that. Oh, that's the uh, this next week. That's huh? next week. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so I'm so excited. Yeah, since James Gunn already fixed the Suicide Squad franchise with his The Suicide Squad, we figured we'd go back and fix Suicide Squad. Yeah, because Lord knows it needs it. Woof, woof, woof with a capital woof and a ca- and a capital oof as well. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I mean, to that point, though, do you think that James Gunn revisiting the Suicide Squad in his movie, do you think he did a good enough job to kind of, like, cover the sins of this original movie? To cover the sins? No. To write the ship and, like, have it on the right tra- trajectory? Yes. Okay. To make it... To, to stop the franchise from completely sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Sure. But this movie is heinous. Interestingly enough, I didn't... I, I mean, I we saw it in the theaters, and I particularly did not care for it in no. any capacity. No. Um but rewatching this, I, we did we did do this as as a watch along with the peaches mm-hmm. on the Discord. This and, and and a lot of people agreed with this standpoint, and honestly made this point before even we did. This may be the worst thing we've ever watched for just from story structure alone. Yeah, this may be the worst movie we've ever ever had to watch. Quite this. possibly. Strictly strictly put. Just from story story structure, mm-hmm. and I know that's the one thing we harp on on this show more than anything. Oh, absolutely! But this we're story nerds. Nothing happened in in this in this movie for the first hour and ten 90 minutes. Ninety minutes? No, ninety minutes. They did not, and we'll get more into this when we actually break it down. But like the first ninety minutes of this film, they are not going after the main threat of the movie. No, they only encounter the bad guy at the end. Mm-hmm. That's it. Other than that, not much happens. Yeah, and it's a two-hour movie. Yeah, it's a two-hour movie. And the frustrating thing is, is that you have a lot of really A-list actors. Yes, who are really doing a very good job. Really working very hard to yeah. try and make this work. Making these D-list characters. Yeah, for everyone but Harley, like actually likable. Yeah, characters. Margot Robbie is giving an incredible performance as Harley Quinn. I mean, there's a reason why she got her own movie. Yes, she's incredible. Yeah, Will Smith rocks his Deadshot. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I like, I like it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, all of their backstory stuff, I thought was super fun. Yes, I'm into it. But then that, after that, there's really nothing else bringing me back to this film. Nope. Oh man. We'll get back into that in a couple minutes. Um, as you guys can see, uh, we're still in the our main previewed studio, uh, but with the gray background. Uh, and as you can see in our one shots, uh, there's a bunch of lights and stuff behind us because we filmed bonus action last night, and we're uh, still recovering. We've got four episodes in the can of that. Four stuff. of ten, probably uh, in yeah, the can, man. and it's, it was fantastic. And we still need to clean up. Uh, so every all the equipment was still over at my place, so we're yeah here we are. It here. We'll probably be here for the foreseeable future, honestly. Let's, let's be honest. Yes. Let's. All, so you guys can will be able to see the uh, this the studio morph into not just you know not just the theater we're in all the time, eh? but also like a podcast place. We're, yeah. we're gonna put pictures up and stuff. It's gonna be fun. We are. I I will. I but I also it's a royal we. These are things sent to us that oh, I want to sure. put up. Sure. Yeah, this is like a I don't know. You keep day. saying you're gonna. I know, I know, but we're so we're, we're a little busy. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just I I can't hang things by myself. How about that? No, the different the difference being is that like my like because we normally shoot in my office and my office looks the way it does because I can't not do that. Really? Like yeah, I want to decorate. I want it to like I want like, I want the stuff on the walls like oh, I want okay. like I want to fill my space and like make it my own sure and it's just like you don't have a bone in your body that is really interested in that in any capacity 
No. Like it's for you. It's just another aspect of production. Yes. Like the, like the I like the thing. The pictures the and stuff that I, like, I, are very I nice. got you that like vintage poster to hang up on your wall was like part of it. Because I was like, you need to put something on your wall because it sometimes it looks like a serial killer lives here. <laughs> it so the, the way you decorate your house sometimes, and I mean this in the most with the most possible love. Sure. But it look it feels like you like you're just like waiting for the heat to come on and then you're and then you're out, you know what I mean? <laughs> like once the heat's on, you got <laughs> that's the one rule. You ever seen a heat? You've never seen heat? Oh, the oh. The movie that they, not they like brought the, the bank. Not, no, not like the temperature of the heat. Like, I was getting confused. Like once, yeah, you're just waiting for the heat on, and then you're like, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Possibly. I don't know. I just I don't I don't decorate. Like you got to go back in every room. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind bare walls. Some people can't stand them. Like cool walls. Like I like walls. I don't know. I just it it's doesn't fine. It, it doesn't bother me. I, know, I don't it's know. Just something I it's, I don't know. It's it, weird. That's the difference. I know. That's me. why I need help. Also, just eyeballing and measuring and stuff. It's nice to have because you know because if I'm up close, I'm in the middle. I can't tell, and it's hard to be in two places at once from like you know distance to see and then up close to. Gotta hammer that thing. Space work. It's very good. Thank I like you. that space work. It's I just good for so I, I need help. I know I need help. No, no, it's fine. I'm, that's why I'm here. To help me hang pictures. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, this is normally the time when we ask how, each other how we're doing, but uh, seeing as how we're more pretty the much yeah, more of the same of, hey, we shot bonus action yesterday. I'm having a baby we're, last year. We're kind of tired, yeah. but it was awesome. You guys don't need to hear that over yeah. and over again. Uh, it's going to get a little repetitive. Slightly. So once again, we're going to use uh, Producer Brian's great idea of rolling for convo. Rolling for convo. So, rolling uh, a D20 DJ's on my gonna phone. Roll a D20, and then uh, Brian has given us 20 options of questions to ask. So depending on what Jay I rolled rolls. an eight. Jay rolled an eight. And the number eight question is, say three nice things about each other. <laughs> Oh, Brian, I'm not prepared for this. Brian has redeemed a co multiple compliments <laughs> for each other for us. There's a lot of pit coins there, Jay or Brian. Okay, should we round robin these? Oh, you do one, I do one. Yeah. Okay. No, we're just gonna. No, we're just gonna just, do, just do blast of the like birds. <laughs> just <laughs> fatten up the birds. Yeah. I'm just going to open my mouth and you barf compliments down them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, okay, how, yeah, that's what round robin means. You fatten, on, fatten up the birds. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I can go first. Three nice things. Three I, nice things. Nice thing number one. Yes. I know. Ooh, I don't like that side. No, 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 One no. Bit. It's a good side. No, no. I, it's, it's the process side of how do I know <laughs> the thing I want to say. Okay. And how do I? How do you say it? How do I say it? Okay. <laughs> you, uh, Jay, always leave everything out on the field. Okay. And I, because I know you and I are two very different people, and you've you've mentioned this before, how like Brian and I are like type A's where I, I wake up and I'm like, here we go. Let's be awesome. We got stuff to do. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. And that's not the way you wake up. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not your normal energy. No. Um, and I know there's a lot of days where I'm just like, yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm dragging a little bit. It's like, I'm sorry. You're like, it's all good. We got this. 
And like, even though, you know, sometimes you're a little tired than others, or sometimes you don't know, got other stuff on your mind. Like once the camera's rolling, once we're doing the thing, you're in it, you do 110% on the field. We knock it out. Yeah. And some, cause I know a lot of other people, like if they will bring their baggage with them. Oh yeah. No, you don't. No, we you don't get, need, we don't need, a, we don't need baggage in, in content. No, of course not. Like, I mean, sometimes it's, it creeps in. Sure. But, but, but like, but, but we always, put, but also usually we edit that, those parts out. <laughs> yes, we sometimes do. Sometimes a comment hits us sideways and we get mad about it. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you'll never know. <laughs> Join our Patreon. Sometimes you catch it. Sometimes you catch it in a little transition into the full watch along. Um, <laughs> Okay, so okay, that's one down for me. One down uh, for uh, well, a compliment for Adam Lash. Um, you, uh, it's, it is, it is a. Uh, you have such a joy about you when it comes to uh, process and work that I'm really jealous of, and it's. Like, I don't know. It's just fun. It's fun watching you get excited about things. I don't know if this is a compliment exactly. Um, but like you have such a, you, you know how to whistle while you work in a way that I find that I think is really admirable. Oh, does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, the reason why I'm able to do that is because I'm working for us. That's true. I've worked most of my life. I well, yeah, most of my life I worked for other people or you know school and stuff like that. So I wasn't really feeling like yeah. I was doing the thing I wanted to do. And then when I found out how to do the thing I wanted to do, and then realized I'm the one that needs to do the thing if I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah, I was like, oh, and I learned how to do it. And I was like, and now just it's just it's you know what it is. It's I feel empowered to be able to do the things we want to do because now I know how to do them. I don't have to rely on anybody else. Yeah, it's you and me. I was like, what do we need to do? Great, great. I know I I know how to do that, and if I don't know how to do that, I could, a we live in a time when all the information <laughs> collected of human knowledge is available to me. I can find out, or sometimes you know because you know you your strengths are my weaknesses, and vice versa. Which was going to be my next thing I said about you. That you're, which which is that a lot of my weaknesses as a as a human being as a person <laughs> are your strengths. And you're very yeah, but is it a compliment to me or is because that just... you are very <laughs> <laughs> when you are pointing them out to me, and you're very patient with me, and very understanding of my of my weaknesses, which are, you know, for a lot of people very kind of you know weird and kind of like ah oh, that's kind of why, but you've never really been. Uh, it's ex- that was actually my exact second thing for you as well. Aww. You are extraordinary. You have your patience for me is is a very large way that you show me kindness, and I really appreciate it. Even when I am actually not as, it doesn't seem it, but I'm not very patient with myself at oh. all. Oh, I picked up on that. Yeah, I get really if I I get really frustrated with myself relatively quickly. And I anticipate you doing the same with me, and you very, very rarely do. And uh, so, and I honestly, that's like the most. That is the way that I can, like, I, I, the best way I can receive kindness, and I appreciate it. You, you give me a lot. You give me a lot of grace, and that's a very, and that's a very rare thing, because I know you don't all, you don't give it to everybody. <laughs> 
I don't. You really don't. They need, <laughs> they need to earn it, and so few rarely do. I've earned it. Damn it! <laughs> I've earned it. I've left everything on the field. I showed I here. It. I, I have shown. I'm here every damn day. <laughs> every day. Uh, yeah. Every day doing the fun stuff. <laughs> so yeah. Watching the things and playing the games. We storytelling, having man, a good time. Man, I was so over Resident Evil for the last dream. Yeah, you I were. just was like, can we be done? It it wasn't about you. It was no. It wasn't about it wasn't about chat. It wasn't like we were all having fun, but I was yeah. just like I just feel like we should have finished this game by now. It was I was so frustrated by I'm, like the structure of that last act. I was like, can we just go like Yes, you I playing in the game, I also felt like okay, we should no no, we should be fighting the main boss now. But this is we should get to Ashley. Yes. We, we that's this is enough. We're we're good. We don't need another, you know, another little quick maze here of bad guys and shooting. Can we just cuz cuz um and Res- almost Resident Evil games have this problem of just momentum. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you kind of building up like okay, we got off the mainland, now we get to the island. Oh, here's Ashley. There's only like one two bosses. There's a sub boss and the final boss. Here we go. Well, that's going to take you another 6 hours. It shouldn't, it shouldn't take another It should the momentum should you know, it should be like I gotta keep playing because I'm almost done. Like people were, a lot of people were asking whether or not, like, what our favorite game, like after finishing this four remake, like if this was our favorite game. And I was like, honestly, eight is still paced way better than this game. Yeah, eight is just paced better because especially at the end there when the the, the big reveal happens, you yeah. switch over to Chris. Uh-huh. Chris has a, a quick action section about forty five minutes, which is narratively important, but also the gameplay swaps a little bit and it gets a, it's it, ch- it gives you the a different flavor. Change a little bit, yeah. You get some cool new it's weapons. Like, oh, cool! I'm like I'm supposed to be using all of my bullets mm-hmm. because okay. Chris can punch a boulder. Like he's very strong. <laughs> he's really cool. He's got to go blow up some stuff. Chris does the thing, switches back to our main mm-hmm. character, and is like, oh, oh no. Here's the final battle, and then the big ultimate at the end. Like, whoa! It just flows. It yep. jumps. It, where this one doesn't quite flow as well. I mean, it happens with the, all the first few Resident Evil games. I think through, like, especially through Veronica, have that little lag section in the lab area. Mm-hmm. Just like, and everything slows down real quick, and then ramps back up to the bad guy. It's like, ah, oh, man. <sighs> just we were going, and I just want to nuke Nemesis. That and be real done. gun, and tell him that sometimes no means no, and boom. A pun that makes absolutely no it's sense. It's just, it's... All right, we're supposed to give each other compliments. C- compliment number three. My, my compliment number three for you is oh, okay. uh, you are, you have an, you almost, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, and I, I don't mean to, like, it always comes back to our process, but, like, this is kind of, like, a large amount of our of our relationship right now. Sure. But like you have you very pleasantly uh, can um, have the ability of taking your ego out of things when it comes to like stuff we're making and in like like with notes and things like that. You just are like you you are like you don't take things personally in a way that's just like if it's in the effort of making whatever we're doing better. Like you, 
you can very a lot of times like you'll like write something back and I'm like, well, are you being snarky? And you're like, no. And I have to correct. And I sometimes have to tell people this when they're when they are corresponding with you. Be oh. like, oh, I thought Adam was really mad. It's like, no, he's really just saying, yeah, that's fine. Like, let's. Uh, oh, that if that's better, let's do that. Yeah. Like, there was like they're like, oh, well, he wrote it so curtly. I'm like, no, he just is like that's. He's like, okay. Like cool, yeah. you can just you separate your ego from it. It doesn't always communicate that well, but <laughs> but you actually like really like put the you put the content first, and you can kind of like take your you 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 can you can let go of your ego way faster than I can. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean you have ego about certain things yes, for sure. Yes, Hashtag main character syndrome. But um, but when it comes to like. When it comes to like a working relationship, it's actually like very you're, you're very a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people that like talk to me about us working together have a lot of questions, and I was like, honestly, like our working relationship is very easy, like it's very easy, like I'm the one I'm the more stick in the mud about things than Adam ever is, usually, usually, but that comes down to I've failed so much that I've gotten very used to being like whatever it takes to be good, I'm good. <laughs> I get it. Yep. It's Hey out there in podcast land, fail at stuff. Just fail at stuff. You you I mean you'll get better. Do you know how many things we even just making this even just being full-time content creators, we still fail. Yeah. I I'm going to be honest with you. It's shocking to me that nothing has gone wrong with bonus action so far. You know, I was just about to say, you know, we haven't you know, we haven't failed at yet. Shocking. Well, we failed in that like it didn't necessarily fail, but like there was a lot of difficulties in just getting everybody in the the damn room. Oh sure, it took us a year to get to the point of actually shooting, but like we have not we failed never, at that yet. We would have but also I was thinking about it. We didn't have the time like we didn't have our feet underneath us in any way no. that if we had if we had tried to shoot bonus action six months ago it would have failed probably yes. so like yeah. it, it is what it is all right last compliment from for me for your boy for your boy your favorite boy okay say something nice about uh, yeah, me I, I am are you ready <laughs> Oh, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I'm ready to eat it up. Mm-hmm. I got a bit bomb. You know, it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, you know what? Let's not let's not come into this bit. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? A uh, ripcord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Compliment. <laughs> oh, my mouth's getting all watery. <laughs> oh no! Please stop. <laughs> uh, my final compliment for you is that um, so like uh. I don't have a very strong sense of family in my life uh-huh. for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. I just naturally, I, you know, a lot of people are very family oriented. I am not for whatever reason. Not that I don't love my parents or my sister, but just, I don't know. Family just never seemed as important as I am to most people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have never felt closer to um, another person in my life besides Amanda than you. Yeah. Because I'm pretty you, great. You are pretty great. <laughs> so like you and Amanda are like my found family. Yeah. Like I have some other like very nice good friends. And stuff, yeah. But like you are. Well, I I have been very fortunate. I I have been very blessed to have uh, one aspect of my life is that I have always had a very I've had very good tribe. I've had very good people, and it's been very fun. Like kind of absorbing you into that and like it's like i was thinking about with bonus action yesterday i was like i was like ah it's fun 
I was like, these are like all my people. And even with Gary helping with Mage Hand being mm-hmm. kind of like our, you know, behind the scenes guy, I was like, oh, like this is, I was like, everyone just kind of like laughing and goofing and like being buddies and making things. I was like, this is, I was like, this is the best part of what we do. So yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Even though I have to, I have the, the amount of times I have to explain to people, Adam doesn't hate you. He thinks you're a delight. <laughs> He just doesn't know how to show it. I I'm the I'm the guy who watches everybody first and then opens up. There's no malice. I will never, no- I will never forget being like Adam is really excited to see you, Justin and Joanna. They were like, "What?" And I was like, "Adam really really enjoys both of you." And they're like, "Excuse me." <laughs> I thought he hated us. No, he thinks you're great. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I only hate a handful of people. Yeah, I and I, and I, and I, people just, I've known for, I don't you know, know, what it is about you, dude, but everyone thinks you hate them. You, you, know, you know, I do. I know I'm what. I'm not making fun I, of you. I'm I know. With you. I know what it's it is. It's just so funny. A, a lot of people are very open at the very, at the beginning. I'm not not open, but they take that as closed. Oh yeah, that's fair. So like, I just I'm standing on the shore being like, I just anticipate, I just cool. get it. I I get ahead of it now. <laughs> it's like if I see like an interaction that goes weird, I'm like, he really thinks you're great. Actually, he's really glad that you're here. Yeah. We had a whole conversation about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. He just, you know, I need I just warm up to people. Yeah. 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 Because I don't. I know if I go full bore on somebody of like just if I just open the it's like, hey, it's me at the very beginning. Like I know I'll be fine, but like I don't. I just don't do that. I get to gauge the room and people first and yeah. then be like, okay, how much do I need to open the door for this guy? Okay, 45% Adam. That's how we, that's our opening move. This is, this is how we ease this guy into the full breadth of this guy. And it's like, perfect. And then we just, you know, slowly ramp up. And it's like, hi, this is me. Other people just can be like, full J. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I can be kind of weird socially as well. If I don't, if I don't know a lot of people at a party, I can also be a little bit disjointed. Sure. If, if I get the in though, then I'm fine. Like there's usually a moment where. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I need an in. I, I can't make my own in. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That comes from moving a lot. I think I just had to, I just had to get good. I had to get good at meeting new people. I had to. Yeah. Because there wasn't any, like, you know, because there was a lot of times we moved and it did not go well. I was like, ah, okay. Well, back to the drawing board. But, uh, okay. So, well, well that, that was nice. That was fun. That was good. That good was question, good. Brian. Well done. Good yeah. roll for convo. Good roll for convo. All right. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. All okay. Right. Here's the thing. I think, because last week, we forgot to kick it to Brian because we just got like, <laughs> we need to talk about this movie and just went. We, yeah. So, We're a little shell shocked on these Fridays now. <laughs> so here, but here's the thing. A lot about what we're about to talk about, I think, needs to be prefaced with because the story behind this movie, there's a lot here. And a lot went wrong in a, so many different places. Yeah, we need to kick to Brian. And Brian needs to like, Brian, you need to tell everybody what the hell happened when this movie because yeah. it was a lot it was terrible so brian why don't you roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage <laughs> thank you gentlemen producer brian here and just to be clear they forgot bean fun fact footage last week but you'll hear it in a future episode
Anyway, today we are trying to fix 2016 Suicide Squad. Written and directed by David Iyer, this movie stars Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, Jared Leto, Viola Davis, and more. This movie had a budget of $175 million and made an extraordinary $747 million. Now, post-production was a total mess. The editor left the project in 2016, and as we know, there are a few cuts of this movie as they had trouble with tone. This movie was also tested to death with audiences. Now, there were rewrites by Jeff Johns, and they reshot all of that stuff to make the movie more lighthearted, and it essentially changed the entire third act of the film. Also, Zack Snyder filmed the Flash sequence during Justice League. But in the end, this movie only has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it is not highly regarded. But it made a lot of money, so we did get the sequel, The Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn. And that movie has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then has the excellent TV show spinoff, Peacemaker. We also got the Birds of Prey movie, which I'm sure we'll be doing on this podcast at some point. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Thanks, Brian. Good job, Brian. Great job, Brian. You, you did it. Um, the breadth and scope of that knowledge was vast. Uh, so we should probably plot drop this one as well oh. for those people who have not seen this movie. I can plot drop this one in, I think, 10 seconds. Uh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Okay, uh, Jay, uh, you put that plot drop. Hey, a bunch of DC villains uh, are in prison, and Amanda Waller uh, makes them go into the field uh, to get time off of their prison sentence. Uh, the Enchantress is one of those people, but she ends up uh, going rogue. And so the Suicide Squad is sent in to get them. Uh, they get things planted in the back of their brain that if they do something they're not supposed to, Amanda Waller will just blow them up. Um, and uh, inevitably they have to go into the field and then have to apparently save Amanda Waller's location because it's been compromised by the Enchantress. Uh, the Enchantress, uh, with the power of her other brother, apparently, no, her brother's statue sure. or whatever, whatever, um, is uh, making a big magic cloud. Skybeam! For reasons, uh, Suicide Squad go and defeat her. Ta-da. Ta-da. That's literally it. Teamwork, friendship. That's literally kind it. Kind of. It is an hour and a half of planning, exposition, and background for that yeah they, they fight some putties and then yep. there's an act, the actual fight at the end is maybe about 10 minutes yeah yep that's literally it so i think uh just from a story perspective let's start with a story perspective the the fault of this movie is that they are using the suicide squad in the wrong way okay because when James Gunn takes over in the second movie, the Suicide Squad is going on mission, squad. going out to like deal with other countries, doing a thing, doing the dirty work for the U.S. government, yes. trying to get time off their sentences. Like their wet works team, their Black Ops Task Force X. In this movie, Amanda Waller is pitching Task Force X to the Pentagon as a answer to the Justice League. To like something they, they they can control. Like, what if Superman? What if the next Superman is is bad? We have we have to make a team that could take him out. I was like, that's that's not this the team. You have low level DC villains, 
That ain't happening. Yeah. None of those guys could touch Superman. No. This is... You're pitching them wrong. This movie's... No, no, no. What are you doing? That's... This is wrong. This is the wrong premise for this movie. Yeah. Because the first hour is basically the pitch. Yes. She's talking to the Pentagon people. She's having a dinner with people. Some guy is like checking all these confidential files about people's biographies and backgrounds and stuff. Let's flash back to see some of their stuff. Like, hey, no. How about no? Because this is bad. Because you're bad at your job. Yeah. And why would you have the enchantress on your... Okay. It's bad. Guys, it's bad. It's It's a bad premise. It's a faulty premise. And the whole thing stinks because of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a vehicle. It's it, it there. The thing is, is that this movie knows to celebrate things that they did get right. Okay, what did they get right? Like the some of the casting, sure, and the celebration of like some of these characters are really fun, mm-hmm. and I appreciate. But also, like, not every character re- really gets that entire workup, so it feels incredibly lopsided. Yeah, Boomer. Boomerang doesn't really do much of anything, and he was a fan favorite. And even with the, the, the scant screen time he had. Yes, because because he was a delight. Yes. Like, if anything, it revamped Captain Boomerang in a way that I was like, cool, I like this. Like, it, it, he left a stamp on that character that I think will influence how people write that character. Or just the fact that they'll include that character at all. Yeah. Going forward. Hell, he's in the new Suicide Squad game that just got uh, pushed back oh, to 2024. Because yes. <laughs> I think because Captain Boomerang doesn't use boomerangs in that game. <laughs> And someone's like, uh, hey, uh, maybe you should be using boomerangs and not guns. Because, you know, that's the whole... That's the whole the thing. The whole thing. That's the whole thing. Cat, cat and boomerang. Yeah. What did it kill them to, to show a sequence where he, like, takes out a bunch of guys with boomerangs? And with he's the power like, of brands. And he's, like, yes. actually capable. And, like, if anything from the re- the remake... Not the remake, or the redo, whatever. The, the sequel, quote-unquote. Like, you had Polka Dot Man, and I was like, I like it when he uses his powers. Yeah. It's awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's. It's kind of stupid. Yes, but, but it's ex- also it's explained why it's. But stupid. it's fun and interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, like what's her name? Rat the Rat Catcher. Rat Catcher Two. Rat Catcher Two. Mm-hmm. Again, awesome. Yeah. Kind of totally upsetting, mm-hmm. but really really fun. And this movie was like, Killer Croc go does goes for a swim. He does go for a swim. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very confident. Uh, El Diablo gets you know some fun moments. Kind of. He's mostly tortured the whole movie. Just like, yeah. I, I killed my family. Oh, no. I used some fire powers, I think, about an hour in. And then yeah. then I do the sacrifice play at the end. Yeah. They made him They made him a pacifist that yes. he immediately kind of, that he gives up halfway through the film. Yep. Um, so maybe because he didn't want to use it, they didn't want to use his powers in the movie. The, wait, what, how did it even end? I had checked out. Uh, at the end, they it teamwork and friendship. Yeah, it's always teamwork and friendship. And also Enchant- found family. And also Enchantress is like <sighs> Is it okay, straight up. Yeah. Like the way that they set it up that like, oh, this ancient force like took over the like this young anthropologist. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Sure. But like if like the whole time, like it feels racist, right? Oh. Like it just like feels it, I don't know. Like a Central American civilization. Yeah, but as a, but as a white, pretty white girl, it just kind of feels. Oh. It feels kind of. I understand oh. that it's like it's a force overtake. Like, you know, sure. the circumstances make it not so. But the whole time I'm like, ah, it just doesn't. A little like cultural appropriation. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, and I know that it's like part of the whole thing, but like part of me is like, ah, it just doesn't feel, it just feels hinky in a way that I don't love. And it's just like, but also they, I feel like, did, did stuff land on the cutting room floor about like with her? It and had to her more interesting? Well, because remember, as Brian told us, this movie, there's two different cuts of this movie. I don't think there's any recut that saves this. Film. I don't, I, I, from what I've seen, the movie either either cut is not all that great because the the again the central story is not good. Yeah, the premise the central premise of both movies is the same and it's just bad. But like maybe they did a little bit more characterization with uh, uh, the actual anthropologist of June whatever Doctor June, June, uh, June, June, June Moon June Moon. Maybe there was some actual like because that's the, like the dichotomy of like a normal person being you know haunted by this thing that she's found is interesting. But we don't know anything about her. Hyde, no, Jekyll side. Yeah. We just know everything about her Hyde side. And it's like, well, we don't, how are we supposed to empathize with her when we don't know the, the poor person being tortured by this? We mm. don't. We're just told by Flag who had a romance with this girl out of off screen somehow. We're just told that they were in love for plot reasons. Oh, and by the way, um, I don't, whoever plays Flag, I'm not, it's not about his talent, but that he was a long he was, neck. He's not you know the right I'm, guy for this. He did not have the, the charisma to be, I, a, be a, a military leader. I also think the character wasn't written with any uh, distinguishing characteristics. That could also be it. <laughs> I think it's also, like, it's not necessarily, like, at the end of the day. I mean, we are, we are, uh, we have not talked about truly maybe the worst performance in the entire film. Okay. I mean, it's obvious. What, what do you, who Oh, I just I I think the Joker in this movie. Oh, is, I totally forgot. I think yeah, because it's kind of it, they they put it in just to put it in, Ugh. because God forbid they have Harley Quinn without the Joker involved in some capacity. I totally forgot he was in this movie. I find his performance of the Joker to be the most tryhard nonsense. Well, let me ask you this, one question about that real quick. He's not scary. No, his portrayal is is terrible. But if they had Jared Leto. Just a picture of him in normal Joker, a normal Joker attire. Like, no face tats, no, nothing, you know, super crazy out there. Just, like, kind of just normal Joker look. You know, somewhere in the, somewhere in the, yeah. way, the pie wedge of Whatever normal Joker. Better. Yeah, would it, just from, does he have to look? I just think, the white makeup, the green hair? I think hair? everything that, the, every, all of the, in, like... I mean, granted, it, sans, some, tats, some, of, some of the stuff was, the tat stuff was interesting, at least. It was a choice. It was a swing. It was a, it was a strong choice. But, I, but it was, I think, uh, a, lar- a large amount of what Leto was bringing to the table with that character. And it just, it, 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 it you're saying if he had more of a classic look, would, would I have liked it better? It, no, if it just would have set, given him maybe a, a couple a couple more shots. I mean, his his choices, I don't think, ultimately worked. But like one, the first thing that made me check out was like, Whoa, face tats and all this kind of crazy. Did the hand? You know what? This isn't. This feels very wrong. Just from jump, I, just the, I'm gonna the be character honest, design the, felt wrong. The character design, while like not necessarily the norm, I can get behind if I felt like the performance that was being given mm-hmm. was had a, a, any any genuine aspect to it. Okay, it just it felt like 
it felt like method gone wrong in my opinion for apparently from the stories from, and, from well, set and, and all of the articles that I'd read about Jared Leto's behavior on set I was like this isn't how we this isn't how you treat people this isn't how you behave like it already soured me to it mm-hmm. but I just it to me felt like if Jared Leto and I don't say this lightly like I feel like he he portrayed his Joker with one hand in okay. a way that it it felt masturbatory it felt like okay. he was like, isn't it cool that I get to be the Joker the entire time? I was like, there is no, I don't see him trying to like have a genuine connection with any, any semblance of an actual human being inside of that person. Oh, interesting. And I, I just, I just completely can't stand it. You know, you didn't mention the Joker in your plot drop. Oh yeah. Cause it's because it's not important. <laughs> no, it really because isn't. It's actually not important. Well, I mean, the thing where the where the movie goes wrong, well, there's lots of places, but like the first real like, ooh, cool story twist is like, wow, that's is the fact that uh, the Suicide Squad was tasked to get uh, Amanda Waller out of danger. That was the actual plan. That was the mission they were really truly sent on. It wasn't to stop Enchantress. It was oh. to get it was to get Waller out. Oh, because remember, like about an hour, there's a little hour, over an hour in, uh, they finally get to the objective, and she tells uh, Deadshot and Harley or Flag says, "Stay back," and they, he's like, he walks into the room and, oh my god, this is the room where Amanda yeah. was been the whole time. And we're supposed to be like, wow, whoa, this is crazy. It's like what the what? It was an extraction job the whole t- of, of the of the boss of the boss who then straight up murders her associates. There's nothing likable about Amanda Waller. She murdered those people in cold blood, and they did nothing wrong. I just, like, don't... I think Viola Davis gives that. Like, I feel like she's taking her role seriously, and I feel like she's giving a good performance. It's just they've written her character in such a way that I can't... It's so unlikable. It's so unlikable. It's so unlikable. And I know I'm supposed to be like, oh, well, like suicide. I'm supposed to like, that's supposed to make me feel for the suicide squad. But it actually like, but like at the end of the day, like she's still there, like kind of like their leader. So like, it just makes me dislike the whole thing completely. It sours me too. And I'm like, oh, I just like feel bad for the suicide squad. I'm like, I don't even care if they succeed in their goal. Like, I kind of just want to make sure that they get back home safe. Cause like she will kill all of them and like, doesn't care. She doesn't care at all. So like, I'm like, ah, just do what you need to do to get home. Y'all like take her out. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Kill her. What are you doing? What are we even doing here? Yeah. Amanda Waller is supposed to be that like hard ass, but she's, we want her on that wall. We need her on that wall, but we need to, but she needs to we be like, we can't handle the truth. We can't of how, how dirty this world really is. Yeah, man. We need task force X to do a bunch of crazy stuff. You would not be able to sleep at night of the things I know about. Yeah. Trust me. We need them. But like there's in the portrayal in this, in this movie is just like, I don't, yeah. you know what? And you're just, you're, ju- you're just evil. And I believe, James Gunn does a better job of handling that. There is a way to write Amanda Waller. That's exactly that. That's I am doing like I, I am. I am getting my hands dirty because that's what you have to do in order to like make sure you're keeping people safe. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if there's some kind of if there's some affection for from Amanda Waller to her Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. In some capacity, 
yeah. in that like she in doesn't any capacity. Like she has like she's cold to the fact that like if you die it doesn't really affect me, but like I I appreciate that you guys are helping me keep the peace in some capacity, then I feel like I can get behind it a little bit. Even Ross with the Thunderbolts still ha- there's still like a an order and like there's still a law and order aspect mm-hmm. to him that like I kind of respect. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, like the the like like okay, this might be a, this might be a bad analogy, but Val from the Marvel shows currently. Yes. Remember in what kind of forever when um I forget the character's name is like what what happened what would happen if the US government had like all the vibranium and she's like oh Oh, don't don't part don't yeah, don't uh, don't threaten me with a good time like I, I wish yeah. like there's but there's like you under you kind of like her but like she's not up to the best of intentions but like you get why she like but she also really when does. she approaches U.S. agent she's like hey like yeah there, there's a certain aspect to like you know I'm here I'm here to help you mm-hmm. like and she is kind of kind of yeah. Even if she's lying, just like as an audience member, just like breadcrumb me a little bit here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, also in the movie, at the, in the, one of the, the the end credit scene, there's that scene between Bruce and Amanda Waller back at that same restaurant from the yeah. beginning, right? That's basically a similar scene that they had in the uh, Justice League animated uh, show. Yeah. When Batman like breaks in and like steals something from Amanda Waller, like Batman and Amanda Waller's mm-hmm. relationship is supposed to be like like two masterminds at work, and they both know everything about the other one and it's supposed to be like this like hey bruce you you, know, you, you look awfully tired maybe you should stop working so late at night it's, it's almost like, it's almost as if whoa. that's a large part of my fix because oh. i also like that dichotomy as well but that scene in the movie was just like don't threaten batman or but in the cartoon it was like oh cool. they're a bit kind of equals with on different sides of the coin yep. Cool, mm-hmm. but just the way she was written in this movie, you're like, hey, don't, don't you dare threaten Batman, even if it's yeah. Batfleck. Don't you do it? Oh, don't you I do like it? Batfleck. Yeah, so do I. <sighs> That's a large amount of my fixes. Uh, giving Batfleck more to do. Cool, because we just didn't get enough of Batfleck. We did not. He was he was only in that one little flashback with a. Uh, well, he Deadshot. was in Superman versus Batman. No, no, just in the, in this movie, he was just in the Deadshot flashback. Yes, but. Uh, yeah, this movie was really bad. Also, just the editing of it, the fact that they went back and re-edited this movie to make it more in line with that really popular trailer that came out. Yeah. And it did, you know what? I went back and watched it. It's a good trailer. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good trailer. We even said it on, as, on our reaction to it that it was a great trailer. Yeah. But the amount of music that didn't make much a whole bunch of sense. And also, I, I only realized this towards the end, all the the cool, catchy, copywritten music that you know they were you know putting mm-hmm. in the trailer and putting in the movie throughout disappeared during the action scenes. Oh yeah, and that's when you would think cool, awesome music you know would pop up, like in when the Dozen Guardians or the Second Suicide Squad. Like yeah, that's when James Gunn uses the music. This movie is using that music in the wrong places. Yes, and it's like, hey, re- remember we did the thing in the trailer? Yep. Like yeah, but like oh, this is an action scene. Wait a second. Why is this generic action music playing? It's, it's like when they were playing good. Thunderstruck in the Mario movie, and then they, and then the minute that little like Mario Kart race started, it stopped, and I was like, "No, this is what you." What, yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah, I want it. Make it. Up. Yeah, make it diegetic. Make somebody like boop. Funky Kong, just turn it on and let's party. Yeah. I don't know. I think we need to move on to the fixes. Hell we need it. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to go first. Yeah, I think I should go first. Oh, okay. Um, Jay! Okay. Fix it! So, my my general, like, conceit of fixing it is that mm-hmm. I kind of want... I would, would like to have... I want to expand the DC... The DCU a little bit more um, in, in a direction that people enjoy mm-hmm. and that kind of fits the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad milieu. Um, I also like the idea of giving Batfleck more time. Okay. Um, because I think that's really interesting. And also setting up the dichotomy of Waller and and uh, Bruce Wayne, I think is fascinating. Because yeah. it happens a lot in the comics, and I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, the overall, the theme of, of my Suicide Squad fix mm-hmm. is what is the cost of, human lo- of a human life? Oh. That's, like, the overall okay. conceit. Um, and so my Suicide Squad movie, um, it, it opens, um, with, uh, it opens with a, the similar car chase scene with the Joker and Harley. Okay. Um, and we see Batman basically, um, uh, chasing down the Joker and Harley, stopping both of them, but we see in a, a sequence of, the Joker uh, pleading insanity, and uh, but we see some of the background of Harley coming up with a Joker and realizing that Harley can't go to Arkham because she like being her being a psychiatrist there for so long, mm-hmm. like she she does not plead insanity because she knows she can't go to Arkham. Oh, okay. So she pleads like uh, she pleads like straight like she doesn't plead insanity and goes to like Belrev. Yes. Okay. Goes to like regular superpowered prison. Okay. Um, and that clearly drives a wedge between her and Joker okay. because like we're supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. Like this is this. I didn't. I didn't make you to like leave me. Um. So that like kind of drives a wedge between the two of them. Oh, okay. We cut to a scene, uh, very similar to in Suicide Squad, uh, but uh, we cut to Arkham Asylum, and. Uh, basically, uh, we're getting a tour of Arkham Asylum from like their board of directors. Okay, and they are showing uh, Amanda Waller mm-hmm. uh, their facilities. Okay, um, and so we're getting kind of like an interior. Um, if anything, this might be like the opening credits stuff. Like all the Joker and stuff might be like before, like kind of like sure. the, the, the like the official like credits. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting like a full rundown of like Arkham facilities mm-hmm. and like who's there and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Amanda's like, oh, this is amazing. Like I like wanted to present to you guys like something that w- that has been working at our other facilities. Like, okay. And so she is giving a presentation before the board of Arkham. Um, that's basically explaining to them the, like the brain bomb situation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, look, you can, like, let your inmates kind of go, like, and you can monitor them. Like, if they know that, like, their life is on the line, especially if they're serving a life sentence, like, this is technically, you know, like, something we could probably, like, we're working on getting the legislation through that, like, this could technically be legal. Yada, yada, yada. Like, Amanda Waller, like, really, really dark stuff. But it's very clear throughout her presentation that she is, like, not... 
she's not happy with the turnaround in Arkham. Right. And like, she's like, this is, this place is can become a revolving door. Mm -hmm. And then the entire time she's kind of met with a lot of questions and a lot of, um, and a lot of backlash from Bruce Wayne, who is a part of, who's on the board of Arkham Asylum. That makes sense. Um, and he's like, I'm like, I'm not necessarily sure I'm going to vote on this and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and we kind of get to see that little tete-a-tete. Mm-hmm. It, there is a moment that becomes very clear that she's pretty sure that he's Batman. and But he also knows things about her that, like, they're both, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, it's there's a, a very clear back and forth. Um, and uh, eventually, like... Uh, it all comes to a head when like a janitor comes through who's very clearly an inmate and he's just like, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just like supposed to empty the trash in here. And there's a lot of compassion from the board. And Bruce is like, Oh, like it's okay, JD. Like it's no problem. Like we're, we're almost done here. Um, and she's like, see, like they just walk into meetings. Like you just have inmates around. Like these are all the criminally insane. Like you have some of the most dangerous people in all of Gotham here Mm -hmm. and they can just walk into the, like, what's, what is even happening here? Um, and they're like, ah, like, don't even like, yeah, but you know, there's care and compassion here in Gotham. Like these people like need our help. Right. Like if they're going to keep escaping, they're going to keep doing what they're going to do. Like we, like we focus on rehabilitation. Right. Like, we don't need to f- scare our inmates into it. She's like, fine. Like, I mean, like, you guys still need to vote on this. So, like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, like, my. I'm going to leave you guys, like, the full regimen that, like, is technically ordered. Sure. Like, take it or leave it. But, like, it's it's here. And you're going to need it. Um, And then all, like, they kind of break up their meeting. Our l- little janitor leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as he's leaving, like there's kind of like a knowing glance, like back at like the system. Uh Oh, um, and, and, uh, he walks out and Amanda's like, yeah, you're just going to let calendar man just like walk into, walk into a friggin' meeting. JD obviously being Julian day. Um, like as she's walking out, she's like, she's like calendar man's just going to walk in and just like empty the trash in the middle of a meeting. Like she's like, this place is, is a nightmare. Um, this place is a powder keg, like waiting to blow. Uh huh. Um, so uh, we cut to, uh, uh, and we find out in their meeting that like she's trying to like get legislation through also for Suicide Squad. Sure, sure. And so we get uh, we we find out the legislation's passed. She's starting to build her Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So we we get uh, get to Harley. We get to, and they're all just being placed in like holding. Like this is your new deal. Like. <clears throat> we don't necessarily know, like, with her, like, we don't really know what we're going to do with you. Like, you don't really have powers, per se, but, right. like, you're, like, technically part of the squad. Deadshot. I'm honestly keeping all of the movie people. Mm-hmm. I like El Diablo. We're going to give him more to do. Oh, okay. Um, I think he's fun, and Fire's fun. Okay. You don't like him? Oh, he's gone in mine. That's fine. And Captain Boomerang, of course. Ab- yes, absolutely. Cr- absolutely. Um, but it... Uh, comes to light that there has been a huge disturbance at Arkham and there's been a full lockdown in the facilities. Um, basically like the, the inmates have taken over the asylum. Oh no. And, and so Waller puts together, uh, her, the suicide squad mm-hmm. in order to go in and, uh, basically it comes to light. Amanda or Waller is basically like, 
they are going to continue putting these people away and they are going to continue escaping and kill and hurting people. She was like, your assignment is to take out as many inmates at Arkham as possible. It takes villains to take out villains. Yes. Yep. And she was like, and Harley and Harley's like, what am I like? Why am I coming? Like, and she's like, you know, Arkham basically better than anybody. You probably know all these people better than anybody. Yeah. Um, so she was like, you the goal is to like, the goal is to like liberate the arc, like the asylum, the staff, yeah, the staff. But also, you can like please take out like you will get an extended time off your sentence for as many people as you can take out at Arkham Asylum. Yeah, because she's over it. She's done. Okay. Wow. Um, and so uh, <laughs> it uh, it's very clear. Like so, they're they're going into um. It becomes very clear that Joker is going to be an issue for Harley. Of course. And so they like, she basically like plans a way around not having to like, not having to deal with him. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, from what we can tell, like he's not really on the board. We're not sure where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they infiltrate Arkham, but like as they're getting to Arkham, um, they, they come into contact with Batfleck. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of a scuffle outside and they're like, we're just, we're here to help too. And he's like, you just like, I know why you're here. I know who sent you. You you need to stay out of my way. Like I, like I won't kill you, but like I will, I will take you out. Stop you. Yeah. I will stop you. And we both know that she will kill you because of it. So like, stay out of my way. Ooh, look at them stakes. He was like, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt you. So like, and I don't want, I don't want you to get killed. So stay out of my way. And so like he like lands like batship like on top and like clearly is going in a different way. Sure. And so they're infilling uh, to use a DMZ term. Uh, they're <laughs> uh, they're they're infilling on like on the main floor of uh, Arkham. Uh, now. Uh, when they enter Arkham, uh, they hear over the intercom. We hear uh, our the old janitor, J.D., calendar man yeah and it's just like oh what like like welcome welcome everyone oh harley it's great to see you welcome to a celebration of the seasons vivaldi did vivaldi did it did it quite well but i plan to do it better oh Uh, and uh we basically uh we move into it, it becomes clear that calendar man has uh basically transformed aspects of he's built like a murder hotel sure. uh, based on the four seasons. Um, and right. so the suicide squad has to fight. They first uh, come in uh, and it is uh, the first, they come in and uh, the first season they enter is, is uh, winter. Sure. And it comes to light that we basically we have, and they're like, Oh, we have El Diablo. Like that'll be fine. Uh, because, you know, our suicide squad is coming up against um, Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. And we have like a, like there are a lot of other inmates running around and like, there's a lot of fighting, but like eventually like it, it we get a El Diablo versus uh, a freeze uh, fight fight. And um, it comes down to like El Diablo is about to kill Mr. Freeze and the two of them get into a conversation and basically, like El Diablo finds out that like Mr. Freeze had done everything that he had done to help his, his wife. wife, and he the, the two he realizes that like they the, the two of them 
have m- way more in common than he ever anticipated. Yeah. And so like he pretends to kill freeze, but like basically it's like, Hey, like you need to like hide, like the- I would get years off my sentence from killing you. I'm not killing you. So we make our way through winter and we find ourselves, uh, in spring. Yep. Um, and spring is our old friend, poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a, a, ver- a verdant, uh, like the greenhouse, of Arkham Asylum has been turned into like a, a beautiful but also deadly playground of, course, of yeah. plants, and like boomerang is like throwing boomerangs, and like cutting down like vines and stuff, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but eventually, uh, it com- like in a fu- in a fight with Poison Ivy, we find out that she was like she was like uh, Julian has put has taken the same technology. He has put them in all of our heads. She was like I f- she was like I have figured out. Uh, a conco- I figured out like a chemical way to deactivate the bombs in our brains. She's like, we all need to play it cool because she'll kill you. He'll kill us. Like, but there is a way, like if oh, you guys, like there that's is a way I, I just need these certain plants and I need to get to a certain part of Arkham and I can turn all of these bombs in our brains off and we can go back to normal. She was like, I was about to get out of here, but we also see a little bit of a budding romance between her and Harley. Um, because it's just good. Harley and Ivy are one of the best couples in DC. Now, I, I, but they know. But the thing is, is that she was like, "We, I know what what part of the, the what part of Arkham we need to get to, but we're gonna have to go past our old friend's cell. He's still there. I'm not sure why. Um, so they they make their way. Uh, they're making their way through the end of spring. Mm-hmm. Um, with Poison Ivy in tow. Oh, like she's okay. part of the gang. But they're making it look like, like they have her hostage so sure. Calendar Man doesn't kill her. Um, and they make their way past uh, the Joker's cell. And he's still in a cell. He's just sitting in a chair. And uh, her, him and Harley have a conversation that basically, like, it's not even like there's nothing, there's nothing like inherently aggressive about it he's just like i just like they're like why aren't you do like why aren't he's like i didn't this is i'm supposed to be the one that does all the cool stuff here like i this, no one asked me he's got main character syndrome he's got main character syndrome he's like no one asked me to be a part of this so i'm not i'm not doing i'm not gonna it. play i'm not playing yeah like you already made your decision to leave me he's like i built you, i built you to be my person forever and you just decided that like you just didn't really want to like, and he's being, like, Ooh. really toxic. Yeah. But, like, really manipulative, too. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gets underneath Harley. Like, of course. Like, you know, like, worked so hard to, like, make your life interesting. And I thought, well, like, you and I could be interesting together. But, like, apparently, like, you just wanted to bail. And, like, he's being, like, really toxic. And it's, like, the kind of thing where... Like it wasn't we it wasn't what what we expected as an audience. Like yeah. we expected him to like you know kill a bunch of people, and it's like no, he's just like being really manipulative. <laughs> and it's like oh yeah, the Joker's like really good at that stuff. Yes, he is. He's yep. like he's it, like we're not no one no one go walking into a movie like this knowing the Joker's in it would expect a Joker that's just kind of kicking back and just like to use letting his words, it, just yeah. letting it happen. Mm-hmm. It's like oh they'll be back. It's fine. <laughs> um. So they make their way there. They try to get to the labs, but then they realize they find themselves in the middle of, uh, summer, uh, spring, summer, fall, 
Uh, no, because they go off track. That's why I was like, "Why is this is weird?" They make because they go off track. They actually end up in fall. Oh, okay. Um, and they weren't. And and Calendar Man is kind of starting to freak out because he's like, "You're not supposed to be. Why are you guys? Why is Poison Ivy with? Uh oh. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna have to amp this up a little bit. They find themselves in fall, and we see the first movie version of Clayface. And oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we yep. see a huge like we see like. We see, like, we get Clayface in uh, however they want to do it. If anything, I liked a lot of the character design in this. I feel like they could do a Clayface that's really cool. They really could. And we lose a couple of we lose a couple of teammates, maybe some of the extra extraneous side ones. Um, but um, we defeat Clayface all the while. Uh, Poison Ivy has snuck it off, snuck off to the labs that are close to Fall, and is basically getting uh, the bomb situation. Um, but they end up, uh, informing Clayface throughout the entire thing. And he's, and they're like, Hey, you gotta like make this look good. Um, because Ivy's trying to get us out of here. here." And he's like, Oh, okay. And like, so it's good thing. I'm an actor. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and so (laughs) basically throughout that, throughout that fight, poison Ivy, uh, figures out the thing, makes a bunch of doses and chemical, basically chemically deactivates everyone's bombs. And they're like, cool, we need to get out of, um, uh, oh, I forgot another part of this. Uh, Batman has also like also infiltrated fall at the same time. Oh, okay. and so he is also trying to, def- he is basically trying to neutralize everyone. Um, at the same time, they can't communicate to him about like, their plan. what's going on because he's not going to listen. And so we get a, we get a fight between Clayface and, the, and the Suicide Squad, who are all kind of faking it, and then Batman, who is not, not faking, faking it. it. Um, and so that like three-person fight, uh, eventually uh, Clayface uh, sacrifices himself in order to get Batman out of the room. Um, in okay. order to save himself and save them, Clayface like sacrifices himself. Now, Ivy's, Ivy's plan can get the bombs in the squad's brains turned off too, right? Or is it, Every, ju- uh, is it just the Arkham uh, people? I, I think it's more that uh, she can get the Suicide Squads deactivated as well, but she only gets a couple of them. Like, and they're I they're see. like as they go, like mm. she's trying to neutralize yep. them, yep. and they find themselves in spring. And spring is multicolored and summer? not spring summer. Summer is multicolored and crazy, and we see a very long, a very long table with all fun little teacups on it, and it, it's very clear. That uh, at the very end we get a Jervis Tetch, who is our lovely. It's a big hat summer, Jay. It's a big hat summer. Big hat summer. He's like, I have amazing plans for you. And then we see a shadow drop down behind him, and uh, and a hooded figure snaps his neck. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we see the Joker go. You know what? You know shoot, what? Shoot Magoot. You know what? You guys were having too much fun without me. I think it's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to play after all. And so we get a, like, and I feel like uh, the Joker realizes what, like, Poison Ivy has been up to. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he's like, I've informed Julian, like, as to, like, what's going on. Like, I'm kind of taking over the show here. And then all, like, all of the other, like, Basically, all of the other rogues galleries from the other areas like come in, and we get a huge fight, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the Suicide Squad is taken out. We get we have like Harley and Deadshot and and Batman 
who eventually like finds his way into spring. Mm -hmm. Like they, the three of them like kind of fight their way through the rogues gallery. Like all the while Batman is like having to stop Deadshot from like actually just murdering a lot of these guys. And it gets to a point where uh, like Harley is the one who finally makes her, makes her way to the Joker. And um, it, it comes like, it's the kind of thing where she has the ability to kill him if she wants to. Mm hmm. Um, but she's got Deadshot and Batman like on both on both shoulders. Yeah, and Deadshot's like, "Hey, like, do you know, do you know how much wa- years like do you know how much Waller would freak out if you if you'd killed the Joker? Like, man, she might set you free today. Like, and Batman's like, you can't like this isn't like you you've worked so hard to like this isn't Harleen. You yes, Doctor Quinzel, you, you can you yes. become this person." If you kill this person, like all the, all the work's already been done. If anything, I think this is what he wants you to do. And, and eventually, uh, I, I feel like Joker through all of this gets a gut shot off on Harley. Um, and scant makes his way away. Mm -hmm. And, uh, eventually like, cause she can't decide. Um, and, it comes like basically Batman like gets like gets to Julian stops down the system like lets Poison Ivy like kind of heal all of the um, the rest of uh, the inmates but there's still like Deadshot still has his bomb activated and it becomes clear that like uh, Amanda like comms go back up and Amanda's like hi if you touch any of my Suicide Squad I'll kill all of them right now she was like Miss Quinzel like. I'm a, I'm aware that I'm aware that your bomb has been deactivated, but like, if you decide to leave, like I will kill the rest of your team. Like, thank you for all your help, but like you guys didn't really take out as many as I thought you would. Like, I should kill all of you guys just for that. So if you guys wouldn't wouldn't mind getting back on the plane and coming back to debrief, that'd be spectacular. Let uh, let uh, Batman and the- let Mister Batman, you know. Let let him have his ha, have his castle of crises, and let's just go back and we can regroup. And so all of them kind of like tuck their tails underneath their legs and you know yeah. get back on the plane and go. And it's kind of th- I imagine there's like a, a a look between Poison Ivy and and Harley, Harley before like so they like the take off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't set up their romance completely, but like kind of set it down, set it down, the path down the road. is yeah, yeah. But that's my Suicide Squad movie. It's just like it's like I want to watch DC heroes fight Batman's rogues gallery. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and have, it's like have them all in there. Yeah, I want to like I, I am always here as an audience member to show up to see like a a director's interpretation of a Batman villain. Sure. Why are we, why are we doing it one or two at a time? Let's do all of all of them. them. All of them. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Because if you were going to make Harley a main character, like you are inexplicably tying it to Batman, mm-hmm. like you just are. Like she's a gr- like everyone else is kind of like a DC like a D list for all these other heroes, but like she is so specifically Batman, yes, that like you can't not have it be a part. And then you can set it for Suicide Squad movie that like deals with Wonder Woman next, and sure. it's like cool. Let's get Cheetah in the in the mix in Suicide Squad. Yeah, awesome. Let's get all this other stuff. Like let's have the Suicide Squad go have to be 
that have to be the alternative because whatever the here whatever the heroes are doing is not living up to the expectations of certain black rock government like government agencies sure you know what i'm saying i do like th- it there's sets up that, di- that that dilemma yes yeah mhm yeah so that's my suicide squad movie nice it's fun right it is fun you know, there's more. Obviously, there's more of a like of a magnifying glass I could do, but yeah. like, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. This is that's fun. These movies are supposed to be fun. fun. They're supposed to be fun. The sequel was fun. Yeah. The first but I think one was like not. Calendar Man sets. It's like, but also you get a little nod to like the longest Halloween. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, but making it seasons breaks it into four bigger yes, chunks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Because I was like, ah, Calendar Man is what I want to do. But like, but it's so specific. It's so. Yeah, you can do that in a graphic novel that's, you know, uh, two years long. Yeah. But like, this is like, no, like we got to like. <laughs> four sections. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Um. Yeah, but did you like that I killed the mad? Because you knew, you know, I love you, 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 the way. Yes, I wish because you keep talking about the Mad Hatter. I love the Mad Hatter. You love I the think Mad Hatter. Such a fun like, character. Was like, I, was like, I was like, okay. I was like, I'm gonna. That was just for go. you. I was like, I'm gonna put him in the. I'm gonna immediately kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. <laughs> I could play the Joker. That'd be scary. Yeah. I think so. I think it might also not be a good thing for my mental health. No, I don't think it would be at all. But I, but wow, I think it'd be what a fun. performance. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I, I think I actually really could give a good performance. I think you would. Yeah. I hope I never see it. <laughs> uh, okay, it's my turn. All right, I'm going in a different direction. All right. Uh, I'm. This is basically. So my the premise of mine is James Gunn had the right idea. Yeah. The because the squad should go out and deal with issues elsewhere on like with small governments and things of that other, other entities in the DC universe. Absolutely. That the heroes aren't dealing with that need to be taken out with, with extreme prejudice. Uh, so we're going to have a, a wacky madcap adventure uh, with this. And this is the first time Amanda Waller's doing this. So this is basically her pitch to get the funding to like do more with task force X. Okay. So I'm kind of keeping the, this is the first time happening, but also have a madcap adventure. Yeah. So we're doing both. Um, cause like James Gunn didn't necessarily need to introduce the idea cause it was already kind of done in the first one. Yeah. So this time like, there's like, no, this is the first time we're doing this. So like we need, we need to introduce this whole thing. This is how we do it. And then go on the adventure. So, uh, my movie also starts in Gotham city. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> there There's a couple things in there. It's like, Oh, we have similar ideas because, <laughs> So these ideas are really good. Need to be in movies. Anyways, so we start in uh, Gotham City and we follow Croc stealing something. Oh, cool. And we're watching it like, and we're like, oh, he's stealing, you know, where he's like up close where the camera's like over his shoulder. He's like stealing something, doing a thing. And the camera like pans back. We see a shadowy figure watching him commit this crime and then following him through the city a little bit to the sewers to get to a drop off point where he drops off this MacGuffin, this thing that he stole. doesn't matter what it is really, um, to a couple of mysterious strangers in green robes. They exchange a couple words. We overhear this conversation. Croc is not thrilled with these people, but he wants the money, so he doesn't really care. But, sure. like, these guys are... He's like, you guys are weird, and I don't really like this. Owls? But, whatever. Uh, just as the exchange happens, uh, Batman drops down ah. and beats the crap out of everybody. Shoot it's, my goot. It's super cool, but we get to see him fight Croc. Yeah. And that's a good fight, because Croc is 
big and strong. And that's also a, that's also a fight we've never seen. We have not on seen screen. that. We have not seen. Yeah. That. So it's a cool fight scene. Uh, so Batman, Batman defeats everybody, and then the GCPD shows up, and then we hear over here Batman and Gordon talking about, yeah, we got but Killer Croc was running some some errand for this the new that Cobra Cult that's been kind of popping up all over around all the place. Like we got to look into them. Yeah. And Gordon's like, yeah, this is like this is like the fifth time we've, we've arrested somebody from from that cult. Man, what is going on? But we are following Croc through this. Croc has been arrested. You know, he's handcuffed. The or whatever. Cobra Cult. Yes. Okay. That's a thing in DC, by the way. I looked this up. G.I. Joe's? It's not G.I. Joe's. Okay. No. G.I. Joe's. <laughs> so we follow Croc. Hey, Cro- kid. Help a computer. Help a, help a computer. Oh. So we're following Croc through uh, being, like, arrested, processed, taken to Arkham. Like, this is all where the intro, like, the Oh, that's where we get the, we get the process. We're going we're gonna yeah, to sh- yeah, yeah, follow yeah, yeah. Croc now. That's fun. So he gets arrested. He gets processed. Taken to Arkham. He gets processed through Arkham. We see, uh, and we see him going to get into his cell in Arkham. And Who do you think wins in a fight, Killer Croc or Doc Connors the Lizard? I think Croc. Yeah, I think so too. Anyway, sorry. Go on. So we t- we have like, and this is kind of like a one. It could be a one shot of him going into Arkham, kind of like at the beginning of Arkham Asylum, the game. Like yeah. we just like we just follow him, uh, Batman bringing Joker in, and kind of going down the elevator. And we're kind of seeing how Arkham is set up. This is what with Croc this time. We see Croc get get into his cell, and we just hold on Croc, like checking out the cell again. I was like, oh, I've been here a while. Okay, you know, and he's like just about to get settled in. So like maybe it's like twenty five seconds screen time. It does not cut. It's just this shot, and then his door opens again. As like he's like, what, what's going on? And there's a bunch of Arkham guys there, and right behind them is Amanda Waller. Cool. And they get. They usher Croc out of the... They restrain him. They usher him out. He gets strapped to a gurney. And again, this could also still be the, a one-shot of him now leaving Arkham Asylum <laughs> with Amanda Waller. Okay, Because yeah. Amanda Waller is on top of it. Yeah. So, but while they're leaving... And she's talking to the Arkham guys about, like, I have my own... Th-, you know, the whole Suicide Squad stuff that yeah, she's talking man. about. But as she's leaving, we pass by Harley and Ivy's cells. And Amanda goes... Oh yeah, and I'll take them too. Like she's just like ordering food or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, Harley and Ivy are just like what? What? Like I they, they just get they, people go into the rooms. Oh, so you're making you're pulling pulling Ivy onto the squad. Yes, I am. Cool. Because I also wanted yeah. Harley and Ivy to be in this movie. Because they're yeah, <laughs> because they're, they're, yeah, it's if, fun. If they're the good cartoon characters. proved anything, it's like oh, I really like this dichotomy. Both cartoons, the animated yeah. series and the new one. Like it's just like these characters are very strong. And especially like their uh, eventual relationship is, is also very strong. Even if, even outside of a romantic relationship, I like the two of them. Yes, they're, they're, they're good friends. Yes. And they, both characters can be on that, that weird line between hero and villain where like, yes. especially Ivy is like, like I get it, but like I really feel like you should be more of a, more of a good guy than a bad guy. Yeah. Because like, you're right. You are right. But like they, everyone keeps like, "Well, oh, she's just a terrorist now." I'm like, but she could also be a force for good. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, so her powers are inherently good. Yes, she, she works can make for the green. Grow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So every, the three of them get pulled onto a plane and get taken to Bell Rev. And on the plane now, we're gonna have a scene between Harley, Ivy, and Croc. And just like this is where we get to know them a little bit. And Harley and Ivy can start talking, and we can start hearing that conversation about them talking about the Joker. Because this is the movie that takes place before Harley's solo movie, which is the emancipation of one Harleen Quinzel. That was not set up in this movie. You know, I still haven't seen that movie. It's not great. But 
knowing that movie is coming, I wanted to use this movie to set up the fact that Harley is going to leave the Joker in this in her yeah. solo movie. It's such a yeah. It's such a shame because I think Margot Robbie is just so and like and yes, it, she did a the, great job. If the second Suicide Squad proved anything, I was like, oh, this yeah, yes. uh huh, this is yes. fun. Yes, it's really good. So this is the basically more of the introduction of we're still following Croc, Harley, and Ivy through like the introduction into the Suicide Squad. They get to Bell Rev. They get processed. They get the bombs put in their head. They meet the rest of the team. It's Deadshot. It's Boomer. It's Flag. And it's like, hey, and then they're sitting down, and it's like, we just got here. What's going on? Welcome to Tax Force X. We have a mission for you. Like, if you if you go if you do this thing for us, we'll knock tears off your set your uh your sentences. But we you know we need your help. Not that you have a choice. Because yeah. if you don't do it, we're gonna blow your head off. And so, are you gonna have any red shirts? No, I'm not doing red shirts. You know why? Because we know what happens. If they, they deviate the mission, we don't need to have anyone because like in the because in the both movies, just like, oh, that's the guy that blew, gets his head blown off. Like, it's not even I don't know. I the, in the second one, I appreciated that I actually didn't know who was going to make it. OK, so I was like, oh, Polka Dot Man, there's no way. Oh, OK, cool. Also, I just thought Polka Dot Man was great. Yeah, but there's always that one character that they have to like someone runs. So we see someone has we know we just we just believe the threat. Because why waste time? Because they didn't even, in the first movie, it was like, and Slipknot's here. Like, we didn't even talk about him at all for the first half hour before everyone's gearing up. And it's like, oh, well, that's clearly the guy that dies. Why did we even, oh, yep, he's dead. Yeah. Why waste the screen time and, and an actor's time to just like, oh, you're going to be in two scenes and your head blows up. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Um, so basically they get set, set, set down much like the scene from the second one of like, here's the mission. This Cobra cult has been popping up all over the place for the past year. And they're, they're threat. They're starting to be like a terrorist organization. And the threat seems to be rising. You need to infiltrate this group because croc, you know, some of them, um, or they were, they reached out to you for some, for a specific yeah, reason. You have background. We're going to use you as an in to infiltrate this cult. Uh, but we need, and this is Flag, this is how he works. And Flag, of course, is a little bit more amicable and more fun and quippy than he was in the first movie. Or yeah, apparently, actually has a personality and has like, a personality has in a character. This. So um, they go to another country where they think the headquarters is, or they know where a Cobra base is. Yeah. This is the first time the team really starts you know, talking to each other. And, of course, you know, everyone's relationships start to form. Like, we see the background. Or not we see, but we have people talk about the backgrounds. Maybe we can see some flashbacks. But nothing super crazy. No 20 minutes of everyone's background here. We're going to see through their actions and their, their conversations of them kind of, you know, oh, you're, you six strangers. Like, you know what? It's like the D&D one shots. Oh, you guys all met in jail? Well, here's <laughs> your thing. Yeah. This is. Yeah. So, you know, I don't hate I don't hate those classic, you know. Neither do I. But we, we played that we, one shot with we, the movie couple. We did. And it was like we started in jail and I was like, yeah, OK. It makes sense. So but yeah, they're having fun. This is a fun movie. They're talking. They're quipping. Sure. Everyone's trading stories back and forth. Harley and Ivy are getting closer. Again, friendship. Because Ivy just keeps questioning Harley about her relationship with Joker. And just like, it's, she's starting to, Harley's starting to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it's not, there, there's no romance in this one. It's just a friendship starting. But like, uh, Ivy's being that good friend of just like, why are you putting yourself in this, in this situation? You know, you shouldn't even be here with us, blah, blah, blah. That, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, the squad finds a Cobra hideout. Flag, 
figures out this, you know, this really cool plan of how we're going to attack and we're going to use everyone's abilities. And it immediately is thrown to the wind as everyone just goes hog wild on this group. And they kick the crap out of these cultists. Like, it's not even like, why did we even plan? We're beating the crap out of everybody. Harley's batting, like, she's she's batting everybody. Harley's, like, whipping people away. Like, it's just like, well, we ripped through these guys, like, way too easily. That was nuts. It is also fun seeing them be competent. Yes. Well, they're very good at what they do. Yeah. And there was, like, one... I just don't feel like we get enough of that in these movies, though. They they fought putties in the first one. It's like, what? That was... Um, so anyway, there was like one heavy that Croc kind of beats up a little bit, but it wasn't, you know, he could take a couple punches, so Croc could, but like, for the most part, like, this was like way too easy. Yeah. And everyone's like, wow, we're really good, or they really suck. Why, Flag, why are we here? These guys aren't a threat. But they find the information that they needed to, like, where their actual headquarters is. And so they get some robes, you know, these cool, these weird-ass green, you know, reptile-ex clothes, but Croc's like, kind of really don't have to hide. And, like, they go find, they go to the headquarters. They just, like, easy, like, easily sneak in. Like, man, we are really good at this. We are a fantastic... Maybe we should be heroes. Man, this is easy. But, they, of course, they, they show up just in time for that big, like... that You know, it's that... Um, that's you know the, the big meeting where like all the henchmen yeah, 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 are in the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're they're standing on the platform yeah, and they're they're like well we're gonna storm the city they're on the balcony storm the beaches blah, blah, blah. go go <laughs> cobra <laughs> so rah rah uh, they're in this space and cobra's leader Jeffrey Franklin Burr okay <laughs> I looked this up that's comic book accurate is the first guy who led sure. the uh, he's you know he's taking the stage and this monologue is about how great cobra is and how we're going to take over the planet what are they what's their plan what are they even doing because he tells them the plan like we're stealing technologies we're going to you know take over we're going to rule we're going to figure out how we have figured out a way to take over the world and rule it by our god uh which is kali yuga oh yes they're going to rule it in his name like and so that but the squad's like you know kind of in the back like is there a religious cult a snake god okay whatever weirdos like because, like, they no, no, wiped I... the floor. Like, Boomer was, like, yes, just... Yes, yes. Every... So, like, all right, these like, guys... Like, they're the uh-huh. D-list of bad guys fought, getting defeated by other... By C-list bad guys. Yes. Okay. These guys are a joke. Rule the world for a snake god. All right, cool. Flag, what? Okay. So, this guy... Uh, okay, now I feel bad. Bur- like, yeah. this is stupid. This is stupid. These guys... <laughs> should we just... Should we just jump them now, or should we just wait till they're done talk- monologuing? Cause, yeah, like, this isn't gonna work. This isn't, totally isn't gonna work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, they're all having a good time, and then Burr's like, blah, 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 snake god, technology, we will rule the day, everything we've... Uh, in all six continents, throughout most of the governments, blah, and with, especially with my new... my mates and second-in-command Lady Eve, we shall usher in a new... a new era... For Kali Yuga and this in and the Cobra, uh, that's just a right kind of stupid, and I like it. This is all comic book accurate. I know, I know. <laughs> so Lady Eve steps up to now take the center stage. She starts talking about how uh, mystics and magic, and we figured out a way of you know combining these two things. And she ushers, and she walks over to to Burr and then stabs him right in the back. What? And it just a blade like he is like <gasps> just she's like what? As he slides off the blade, and there's like a... Everyone's like freaking out in the audience. And she goes like, I am now in charge of Cobra, and magic shall rule today, because not only are we going to rule this planet in the name of Kali Yuga, we're bringing Kali Yuga back, because we now... We finally found the way to get him into our plane of existence. 
and there's a couple of uh, Burr's assistants, his uh, his associates, that kind of go over to tend to him as he's like bleeding sure. out. And then Eve's mystics take the stage and start chanting a few words. And the guys who are trying to help Burr turn into snakes. <laughs> and like the whole crowd goes, Wah! <laughs> and the Suicide Squad all turns to flag like, uh-oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then Eve says, bring her out. And they bring out a captured katana. Oh. Because her sword that has the souls of yes. everyone she's ever killed shall be the sacrifice and the power needed because there are a lot of souls in that sword. Well, was katana at, at any point in any of this? Oh, this, this, but this is also comic book accurate. There was there was a plot line in comics where Katana was kidnapped by Cobra, and Flag and the Squad had to go save her. Oh, okay. But they didn't tell the Squad this. This this was this is another part of the like. Wait, what's going on? And Flag's like, we told you guys we needed to, this action was a rescue mission. You guys probably you know would have given us more. Oh, golf. that this is the re- okay. They're here to re- now. They're, they're finding they're out they're here to rescue Katana. They're here to rescue Katana. So Flag is like, oh, crap. but the other stuff, no one had any idea. Flag yeah. was like. Uh, so now everything's like, well, crap, this got, this went from a joke to, oh, we gotta fight snake people. We gotta fight snake people. So snake people. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like snake. (laughs) It's leather like people. (laughs) (laughs) So Eve's like, uh, more monologuing. Ah, we're going to rule the day. Blah, blah, blah. Magic mist is ritual. Snake God. Kali Yuga will slither among us again. I think they're actually going to bring back the snake God. And then Eve just... Just zeroes in on the squad in the crowd, and like, and they're the ones that shall lead the way to the rich. Like, everybody, they're like, oh, what? Oh, no. And every, the whole crowd goes, whoosh, and now, big old fight scene. Yeah. And we got, and we're gonna have some ballroom ab- blitz. Yes, we're gonna have some appropriate music pop up as the, as the squad fights everybody. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. They, of course, are defeated and captured though, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. So <laughs> everyone's now captured and you know in, in binds and stuff like that. And we're gonna have that little scene of like, so like you didn't know about this flag? Mm-hmm. People t- turned into snakes? <laughs> and Katana, you don't tell us about this? What the hell, man? What was all this? <laughs> so everyone's, you know, have that moment, you know, a little bit of character growth, realizing like them against basically the world. Like, are we the ones on the line here to save the world? Seriously? Us? Nah, man. This ain't even, like, you know, Deadshot just wants to get back to his daughter. Like, everyone's got that one little thing. Bo- we know more about Boomer now. Like, he just wants to go back yeah. to the bar and have a drink. He's just like, I just want my life back. Yeah, man. I just, I don't want to be here. It's, it's like nicking a couple things. I don't, we shouldn't be here. We, we, can <laughs> yeah. we call the league? Do you have, can, yeah, just call is, Amanda. Guys, Aquaman should be here. This is <laughs> totally his thing. My man should be here. Yeah. So, you know, it's that act two, like, Oh no, everything's looking bad. Sure. So just as uh, they're about to go get turned into snakes, snake people through tech, via technology, because they also figured out how to like genetically manipulate people yeah. and turn them into snakes, um, they're able to through guile and their own abilities. Like I think Boomer, I think Boomer like is able to fashion a boomerang out of something that he just kind of finds. Yeah. And like he's got actual talent at this. Yeah. And we see Boomer like 
He's Thrill- a captain, after all. He is a captain of boomerangs. Yeah. So he's able to fashion one and like do does a thing that's able to like do something that allows the sure. the dominoes to start to fall. Yeah. In order for the squad to break out of their binds just before Boomer gets turned into a snake guy. Yeah. And so they break out. They go out to get, um, but they start. They, they have to fight Snake Man at this point to get to Katana. Yeah. They eventually get her out, and they bust into the ritual to, to get that sword back before all the souls in the sword go to this ritual and free this snake god. They fight their way in. It's pretty cool. Though they missed it by that much. As all the souls in the sword get sucked out into something, and the god walks out. And is like, uh... Uh-oh, the snake god now slithers among us. Retreat, we gotta back up. Katana grabs her sword, which is soulless now. Eve gets crushed or gets slithered or squished almost immediately. Call you don't care. He's a snake god. Thanks for bringing me back. Bye. Bye, Bye, Felicia. So, like, they regroup, and I was like, and this is kind of like the the end of the the third act of the second one, because, like, that's how it should work. Oh, no, the big bad thing's happening. We're the only ones here. There's a snake god on the loose. Uh, we can't recall anybody because, like, you know, all, they're underground and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Like, it's up to us to beat the snake god. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's, like, shouldn't be here. But then, you know, of course, they rally Harley and Ivy talking. Like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're best friends. Like, I'm not going to let the, the green go to, you know, be destroyed by some weird snake god. Like, I'm the one who fights for the green. Not, you, you know what? Yeah, you know what? It's us. We gotta step up. This is I. This sounds weird, but like I guess it's like it's gotta be us. So teamwork, friendship, and a lot of liquid nitrogen. You know, there's a big fight. And but like it's nitrogen. It's a snake. They're cold blooded, man. So like liquid nitrogen helps freeze this thing and allows Katana, who Katana is freaking out because she needs to kill this guy because her husband's soul is still in him. So, like, that scene in the first movie where we actually have the girl who plays a... Well, if here's the thing. It, I feel like you could actually give a lot of exposition for Katana if they knew that's who they were going for. You know what I mean? Sure. But I like... They, they, I think maybe they, they could do that. Sorry, I don't the, mean to nitpick. After they're captured, we can, we uh, can do some okay, killing there. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, but okay, you're right, okay, okay. We, because th- there's that scene in the, in the original film when she's talking to the sword, and they're like... Yeah, I it? like that yeah. stuff. We're but, gonna, but we don't get it anywhere. We don't, near, we don't get it. Now we're gonna get a little bit more of that because we see her like Katana has a goal now. Katana's the one that needs to kill that god because she needs to get all those souls back into the sword to get her husband to back get her husband back. So like she's like so I like yeah, the, the Suicide Squad like all helping her Yes. Like and pulling their punches to make sure Make she, sure she gets the kill shot. Like get a like Harley being like, Go get her, sweetie. Like because you got this. And this is the other, that little moment I was talking about before we started shooting. Like, oh, I had a couple of good character moments that lead to something else. It's this. Because Harley sees the way Katana's acting about the soul of her dead husband and realizes that's what love is, man. Yeah. That's what a relationship should be. Har- wow, our Ivy was right. Joker doesn't love me. This isn't love. This isn't healthy. I want that. I want that. And so Harley... Really, you know, they all step up, but like Harley, like, le- like, kind of learns that lesson now through Kimiko. That's good. I, think, I believe that is her name. And, um, if it's not, I'm sorry. Uh, and helps her. No, I think, isn't that the name from The Boys? I think it might be from The Boys. And it's the same actress. It's the same actress. So that's why you're calling her. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, but like, but everyone's like using their abilities. Like, Harley and Deadshot, like, find the arsenal, and Harley's like Leroy Jenkins, 
everything. Because that's like yes. that's kind of Harley's like she's just crazy, just like I'm just going. No yes. pl- I just watch me go. Here I go. <laughs> Rocket launchers for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dead you know, just sniping everybody from it's like it's everyone's using utilizing their abilities to the fullest. Harley's like fun. restraining them and like I think Boomer can like figure out how to like nitroglycerin some or uh, liquid nitrogen is boomerangs, whatever. Everyone's working together. It's fantastic. Katana gets the kill shot. All the souls get sucked back in her sword. She talks to her husband. She cries. She's got an like emotional reaction and like she thanks Harley. And like Harley's like, what's this feeling? Am I a hero now? <laughs> like it's like, I kind of <laughs> yeah. like this. That's weird. But like everyone, the, the team comes together and they all kind of have a moment of like, wow, this I actually didn't feel all that bad. I mean, granted, we were forced into this, but we just took yeah, out being a hero is kind of fun. We just took out a god, you guys. That's nuts. <laughs> oh, uh, but of course, they all get, you know, sent back to Bell Rev and basically, you know, they kind of end where they began back in prison with time sent. But like, you can tell they're like, everyone's changed from this experience. And we had a really good time wiping out this stupid Cobra cult, which, by the way, all that was comic book accurate. <laughs> there was because I was like, you know what? I was like, there has got to be the fun of the fun of the Suicide Squad is these characters that we kind of know taking on things we kind of also have heard of but not really know and like cobra is a cult that's like has popped up a couple times in the comics and a couple times in the, in the anime and stuff like they are like they're just losers and like we need to, we need to take out a bunch of losers that turn out to be like oh no which i know like the star uh, star row is kind of like an also like a worldwide threat that the, the squad took out but like that's just yeah. fun man taking out find, yeah you gotta find even bigger losers yeah to, for the losers to fight it's fun this that's movie good, is supposed man. to be fun and so they can just like, oh, yeah, yeah, back in prison, but like, yeah, maybe there'll yeah. be another adventure or something else we need you to do. I, yeah, I'm excited. I, I want action, and I also want to laugh my butt off. Yes. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Okay. Which leads into Harley's movie because she can break up a Joker the next one. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, I think we did it. We, Jay, we totally did it. Oh. Good job, us. Good job, team. Nice work. Well. That's our episode, I think. I, I believe that it is, Jay. I think we nailed it, my man. We did nail it. I think we nailed it. I'm very proud of us. Because, wow, that movie sucked. Oh, it's so bad, Jay. Golly. Oof. Well, as uh, as we end every episode, you know, if you are watching this uh, on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. You know how to be a good steward of content you like. Just just do it, coward. Uh, also, hey, if you're catching this wherever you catch a podcast on your podcatchers uh leave us a quick review if you wouldn't mind it, it, it warms my heart and it, i i like seeing them it's fun uh it does help the show but honestly you know it, 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 it says yeah. strokes jay's ego yeah that's really what it's all about five stars please if you wouldn't mind uh and as we end every single one of these episodes heartbreak feels good in a place like this it's the slow boomerang you don't see coming bye guys Bye.